0: I would wager who are the pros left alive that I could I could beat. <laughs> Rod Laver? Yeah, you cannot be serious! That ball was on the line! Shock blew up!
1: Hey Caitlin, how you doing?
0: Chris, it's been a minute.
1: It's been a minute. Uh, there was a big tennis question this week that I wanted to throw at you, which is, are tennis balls yellow or green? <laughs> Did you see this?
0: Yes, why did this come up as such a Uh, big, uh, heady topic of debate all of a sudden? uh,
1: It was Federer. Someone asked Federer. Some uh, some hero, some hero journalist (laughs) (laughs) was just like, there's nothing else to say to this guy after he bombed out of the tournament. What do you think about tennis balls, Raj? He said yellow, although it broke down. uh, Let's see here. 52% uh, said green and 42% yellow said (sighs) yellow. Who are
0: these 52% of people who are colorblind? it is so obvious that they're yellow what
1: <laughs> i know i don't i don't even it's
0: like we have to invent new topics of debate
1: i i can't even see the argument for green right
0: no No. not at all i don't get they're it they're optic the, the technical term is optic yellow
1: oh wow i didn't know that um yes
0: that is an actual thing as a matter of fact i think we've considered commissioning a story about it but then we we're like nah this is, it's like done and dusted everyone knows they're yellow
1: well now now i think you gotta but co- now it's, yeah, commission it tonight
0: hear that back open the debate <laughs> rages
1: it made me think of i miss playing with those kids uh balls that are green and orange you know what i mean like oh, like two yeah. colors to them because i remember the moment where i started to be able to hit with enough top spin that they looked cool in the air you know <laughs> just like gyrating <laughs> yeah or just just because when it when it's two colors it's like very clear how much spin is on the ball you know yeah, I, mean? I guess
0: I totally forgot about those because now they teach kids with like giant yellow balls.
1: Yeah, right, um, right. Some
0: of which have a red dot, but most of them are just solid colors. And it, so that those green accented balls have gone out of favor. But yeah, those were fun. Yeah. Though those that's an actual green.
1: That that just is sand. an actual green, right? It's, it's so it's like even more clear.
0: 52% of people says it, say they're green. 52% yeah. of people don't know what they're talking
1: about. <laughs> oh, man. I don't know. It's crazy. That's,
0: that's upsetting. Well, that's yep. definitely the most important piece of tennis news. Now that we've tackled that, should we call it a night or there's, do we have anything to actually talk about? Uh,
1: there's plenty to talk about. In disturbing news, Wozniacki, uh, I guess, got threats or her box got death threats, she said, uh, when she was playing Puig in Miami.
0: So funny. context. Uh-huh. Miami is going on right now. Second tournament of the Sunshine Double. Indian Wells was before it. I went there. That was fun. Uh, and now they're in Miami, which even though Monica Puig is a Puerto Rican, she trains in Miami and is sort of like the hometown favorite. And everybody was squawking at Wozniacki during their match. The death threats were not substantiated. That is just what Wozniacki says. Oh,
1: that would be a and crazy thing to lie about, though. <laughs>
0: it wouldn't be. Yeah, but here's the thing with Caroline Wozniacki. She's always... Somebody took a picture of her and Sasha Zverev and called them the can I talk to your manager twins because they're both so whiny. (laughs) So I have a feeling that this actually was super legitimate and she was getting certainly heckled, hopefully not death threats because that's awful. But like when you cry to the chair umpire all the time over everything, guess who's not going to get sympathy? Caroline Wozniacki. So (laughs) Did, was it awful and despicable, and did Puig end up winning the match like twelve thirty at night on center court? Yes, she did. Right. And I was pretty pumped for her because she was she kind of had some you know major result to live up to after winning the gold medal in Rio a couple of years ago and hasn't done you know something to that level since. But like, was Niaky man, it's just so tough to take her take her side. You want to know what another sort of ancillary debacle that came out of that? Mm -hmm. that I don't think anybody talked about, but because I'm so tuned into Twitter, I picked up on. Hit it. So everyone during that match was talking about, including the commentators, was talking about how uh, Monica Puig was the first Puerto Rican, I think, tennis player to win a gold medal. And then Gigi Fernandez, noted two-time gold medalist in doubles, got on the stick and started tweeting about, like, excuse me, how could you guys, like, basically sleep on me? To which it appeared Puerto Rican Twitter got up in her face and was like, Mm-mm-mm. and multiple screen grabs of Gigi Fernandez in a star spangled warmup suit in the early nineties were flooded in response and basically said, this is why we don't consider you one of our own because you competed for the United States. And then Monica Puig blocked Gigi Fernandez. On wow. Twitter. Wow. Yeah. Yes. Wow. Uh, I know.
1: It's strange. Minor but interesting
0: right. intra-player spat there and i actually i think i've talked to you about this before i have run across Gigi on a tennis court before
1: Mm-hmm. here in new york yep
0: here in new york yeah, yeah. and she is a tough customer man
1: What? hang on what is it what does that mean like is that like a euphemism for like she's a jerk on the court or yeah. okay yeah there you go yeah, That's what I lasted about 10 seconds. <laughs>
0: she's just like way too intense you're like Uh, Hey, lady, you're competing in USTA league matches, and you're about to break a tennis racket over your knee. (laughs) Wait, so... so Take it down a notch.
1: What is it like? Because this is is not your first rodeo with playing former pros. What's that like? Is it...
0: Isn't it my first rodeo? I don't I think it's former pros very much. Oh,
1: okay. But that is so she's the first and only for, former
0: I mean, pros? I mean, I'm sort of exaggerating for the story because yeah. truth be told, and this is actually more telling, my doubles uh, partner and I were playing one doubles that day, which mm-hmm. would have meant that we should have faced the strongest team Yep. Uh, uh, on the opposing side of the net and instead Gigi Fernandez sandbagged herself to the third court isn't that crazy what?
1: <laughs> that is really crazy What? yeah
0: and lost to our team I mean, she's still very, very good. I mean, she's better than I am, and she's 60s, probably? No, f-
1: mid-50s, I bet. I think that's more Fine, it, but, but yeah. still, like,
0: she's got a good 20 years on me. Right. And, you know, she's still got the moves. I mean, she's not as fast, and the ball doesn't come across and not as hard as you, right. know, you see on the at the pro right. level, but, like, she's still at the game and the technique, and the hands are still there. I right. mean, her partner was letting her down, but I was a- astonished that not only did she, A, play the th- herself at three, Right. B, lose, and then C, had a total conniption fit about it. She was not having it. She was yelling at her partner. I mean, I'm not exaggerating. But she she was was... yelling at
1: her partner? I mean... Yeah. I mean... Like, I know you play, like, very competitive adult tennis, but that's way (laughs) out of bounds. That is way out of bounds.
0: I've been (laughs) calling it very competitive adult tennis. Like, just... Look, I play adult tennis. I play adult tennis. You know?
1: Yeah, but I mean, you're playing, like, real tennis. Anyway, more importantly, what... Who do you think is the oldest person that could beat you?
0: Hmm. I bet one of those crafty old dudes. Uh-huh. You know? Yeah. Like, you see those, like, trick shots. Like, there's that guy Barami. Who I believe is Persian, <laughs> who kind of like does the trick shots, and he's got like a pot belly, but he could play left-handed and yeah. hit tweeners and stuff. That yeah. guy could totally beat me.
1: Totally. I mean,
0: I'm sure Yannick Noah could totally beat me. A lot of them. Like, I I would wager who are the pros left alive that I could I could beat Rod <laughs> Laver. Rod Lever? I don't know. He's like 90. I mean, maybe maybe,
1: maybe. I feel like the really old ones serve in volley, so you'd probably be able to take them from. Uh, I have
0: pretty good passing shots, but I don't know. Yeah. I don't want to be too cocky here because no. like, the last thing you want is to be like, "Well, fucking Rod Laver, that guy, you know, like need to get wheeled onto the court." And the next thing you know, it, Rod would, be, it
1: would be kind of know. cool to lose to Rod Laver, though. But um, I yeah, it'd be think... cool to
0: just play with Rod Laver. I'm I'm trying to think. Yeah, I. I, I mean, don't...
1: Martina's sixty, right? We're very close to that. There's no way I could be. No. Martina. Yeah, I think she's probably. I think still if I had amazing. an incredible
0: doubles partner, and she yeah. had a weak doubles partner, I mean, now I'm this. <laughs> like if she, <laughs> like if she
1: had like a, uh, <laughs> if she was playing a with scared ten with year old. I was playing
0: with like John Isner, <laughs> right. who was going to hit aces. I, we would win. Yeah,
1: I think I think that's right. No offense yeah. to you. No, no, none taken. But that, I mean, but that first, really
0: takes it out of my and Martina's hands, doesn't it?
1: I guess so. Right. So like s- singles, Martina, you think she's. She wins easily, or she wins.
0: Oh, I honestly, I would struggle. I mean, I would get. I. I don't even it, know if I would get a game. It, I mean, I really. I'm good too, and yeah. I'm not trying to like undersell myself here but like i just think that they're so much better they don't miss
1: right they don't that's like, the thing they don't, they don't make miss. dumb mistakes yeah. right
0: and that's pretty much all i do
1: they, it's crazy how good professional tennis players
0: are yeah <laughs> that's crazy about it is yeah. just seeing them in like
1: low gear uh-huh. and
0: just seeing them not miss i mean i think right. honestly that's like the biggest difference and you know you go to like an early round of a tournament and you see the difference between somebody ranked like 150 and 20 and like it's yeah. not the talent or the shots it's just you know they're honed in and they're 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 hitting their targets as yes. opposed to like somebody who's got like the ability to do that but can't stay in it mentally shot after shot. So like, yeah, they won't miss. So I'm trying to think of somebody who's like mobility is seriously like maybe Margaret Court. She doesn't seem very fit. I bet I could take out Margaret Court <laughs> and I would be impassioned because like right, right, that lady
1: you know? motivated. Right, right. I think so. Like that would be your best.
0: And plus, you I feel would go like back on the me shit for, for, for being Margaret like Court. Caitlin Thompson, noted adult athlete, <laughs> claims she can beat Margaret Court. Like, yeah, all right, I'll, yeah, I'll put it out there. Sure, coming for you, Margaret.
1: Yeah,
0: <laughs> eat a bag of dicks. All right. Just kidding. I don't. I don't want to go on record saying that. Yes, yeah. I do. She's in a. She. She was pro apartheid I'm cool saying that. Right. Anyway, so yeah. um, Gigi Fernandez really stirring the turd, not wanting herself any friends with the. Uh, a Puerto Rican fan contingency and then b Monica Puig who right. uh, I believe just lost at the Miami Open so she, her sort of mini run here is, is over
1: do, do you think that uh, do you think that Gigi Fernandez just like innocently thought well I'm Puerto Rican like my family is from Puerto Rico so that's that's cool do, do you know what I mean like I don't think she's oh, trying man. to pass herself off I don't think.
0: No, no. I think she's, yeah, yeah she's legitimately Puerto Rican. I think right. maybe she was even born there. I'm not sure. But, I, I, you know, far be it from me, especially somebody like of color or right. of another nation to like, de- cl- you know, claim that I have some sort of like authority over what their self identity should be. Right. But like,
1: prominent I also Canadian, think... Caitlin Thompson.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I can only talk shit about Canadians and okay. I will. <laughs> At the drop of a hat. Um, no, I think what's, I, I, now I can say with some personal insight, what I think is troubling about Gigi Fernandez is that she needs it you know what I mean yeah yeah like she needs it enough to to sandbag it number three she needs it enough to be like trolling Twitter and you know putting asterisks ne- next to Monica Puig's name by saying that she's not the first puerto rican tennis player to win a gold medal it's just like really do you need that you won two gold medals that's awesome is the person like for by all accounts like a very lovely family and you know i think she lives up in connecticut like you know do you need it that much
1: i know is that so when she's playing i I know this is a lot about your experience with her but when she's playing (laughs) this
0: would be the Gigi fernandez edition
1: right so when she's playing with uh another human being is that Mm -hmm. person Deserving of respect is that person another former pro? Because if she's yelling at a civilian, that is no, like... it
0: was a civilian. It was wow. absolutely a civilian because Gigi Fernandez is still ranked five point five. So not only was she playing with civilians, she was playing with a man who was rated lower than she was. Ugh. Can you imagine the pressure of being Gigi's partner? <laughs>
1: exactly.
0: <laughs> and something right. that's really interesting. And I'm not sure if she listen to the show, so I should watch my tongue. And I love her dearly, Elena. Mm-hmm. If you're listening, I love you. Mm-hmm. Um, I pl- I play with a lot of the sort of like fiery types and there's a few players uh in the in this on the scene who like maybe don't mesh well with everyone but <laughs> i'm like i don't want to you know say i'm like a master and diplomat but yeah. like i usually don't have a problem playing right. with anybody regardless of sort of disposition because mm-hmm. i'm pretty fun and i keep it light you know like i'm out there to have fun and i think it sort of lowers the stakes a little bit for my partners yeah and I, but i feel like i would have a hard time playing with gg you know cuz it's <laughs> like it crosses the boundary between like let's try hard and play our best to right. like why aren't you getting your fucking serve in, you, <laughs> you, you accountant who is uh, making time on the tennis court in suburban connecticut to right. play doubles with me you know what i mean right it's like not the right spirit
1: right now dogs. how old was this guy i'm oh, sorry i'm so interested in this god but, like, i know you really are
0: I'm... it was like three years ago so i'm really like racking my brain okay. i mean i he's uh, 40 35 okay. maybe
1: okay all right that's that's enough but uh
0: Wow. younger than her certainly yeah, um but right. you know and you know a dude at a four or five level is not bad they're just inconsistent so like yeah
1: right exactly that's exactly it's
0: right. it's really hard to play with somebody who's not as good as you are because they're making dumb mistakes and moreover like especially in doubles when you expect your partner to, to know to do a certain thing but they don't do that thing yeah totally it's actually like way way harder yeah yeah so uh <laughs> and she expected know, I... him to not miss she so. expected him to be a machine. <laughs> I'm not sure if she was playing with Martina de they would not have lost. Right. Maybe oh. Rod Laver. I can't say.
1: Uh, she'd totally carry him. Um, she would uh,
0: totally carry him. <laughs> she might literally carry him on her back. She's kind of a beast.
1: <laughs> okay. So Indian Wells, you went to Indian Wells. Thoughts? It was
0: so fun. Um, yeah. It was great. Uh, I went last year as well. um. But, honestly one of the best tournaments i've ever been to the uh-huh. facilities are amazing the fans are super knowledgeable so everyone like knows who they're watching at all times on the outer courts especially which you don't always get and like the practice courts are really accessible so you can see people just working out and trying out stuff and um dave and i were there the first day um talking a little bit with pat cash who's sort of a fan of the magazine uh-huh. and he was there warming up um coco Vandeweghe. and on the next court nick curious was playing he ended up pulling out of the tournament, but he was, like, there without a coach because I don't know if he has a coach or not. I don't think he does. And he, instead of, like, practicing sort of boring ground stroke patterns, which is what most of them do because that's what they – shit honestly probably should be doing he was hitting um 360 overheads
1: <laughs> that's exactly what which is think. exactly <laughs> what you think
0: he's doing that's and awesome. then he like ends up pulling out of the tournament the next day with like it, like because he wasn't quite prepared uh, i think he had an injury so you're just like yep that's super cool um <laughs> <laughs> it's just like yeah the, honestly the best thing that i saw the best thing that i saw was um i watched the Belarusian team of Arina Sabalenka and Vika, Victoria right. Azarenka, take on Sloane Stephens and Eugenie Bouchard in what had to be the most uh, certainly well-attended first-round doubles match uh, yeah. of Indian Wells, if not the highest-quality doubles playing. Right. It was so fun. It sounds Just a little like, like... Valkyries from Belarus <laughs> taking on like North America's sweethearts.
1: Right. <laughs> exactly. So, so who won that one?
0: Just the Belarusians oh, in, at nice. third set tiebreaker. Wow, exciting! It was great. It was yeah. so fun on a and, small you know, court, you're like right? From there. Yeah, totally. And yeah. I got to know. Um, I hung out with G- gitty Nathan, who writes for Deadspin, who's awesome. Yeah. And we had never really spent any time together. And then I hung out with this wonderful woman, Chloe Cooper Jones, who writes for GQ. And she was there doing a big uh, Del Potro feature. She's working on a Del Potro feature for GQ. She's the best. Has already come up with the next line of Rocket Magazine merch, which involves oh. Venus Williams sings crocheted onto pillowcases which no brainer.
1: <laughs> right, totally.
0: And uh, then because she's she was on assignment watched all the delpo matches and had interviewed him and spent a lot of time with him and so we got to watch a Del Potro and Dimitrov doubles match against the Lopezs from Spain and it was so fun. Yeah.
1: Like, Lot of Not fun. A typical. Lot of fun people there. Yeah.
0: Super fun people. Like you know, obviously the Lopez's are really accomplished and win a lot, so they like move like a oil, oiled machine. Yeah. Together, but like Del Potro and Dimitrov are super fun too because right. they're singles players. But here they are playing doubles, and Del Potro is super, super lovable, and obviously he went on to win the tournament. So yep. Chloe was there the whole time, like she was there, you know, for the whole two weeks, which is a long time, honestly. Imagine any one place.
1: Imagine being at net. What when... <laughs> still like, like, like if he decides to go I would down hide the line <laughs> under the net? I would be like, I'm about to get tagged in the face. No I think, thanks. I think I would do like the like funny guy, uh comedy tennis thing with like the racket right in front of just your face, your <laughs> nose. Yeah, yeah totally. exactly. <laughs> uh, do you... like,
0: please, Jesus, don't let me
1: uh, right. lose an eye here. Like, does he go down the line, or is it just sort of like, no, I can't do this to people.
0: I, I don't know. I think he. Yeah. um I think, didn't he hit a ball right at Federer during the final?
1: Yeah, I think so. Yeah, totally. I think so.
0: I think he body tagged Fed. Yeah. Uh, and Fed got a racket on it. I think that was that match. I'm not exactly sure. But honestly, like, even as a servant volleyer, which is what I am, I do not know that I would venture past the service <laughs> line. I mean, I <laughs> probably wouldn't have the chance, let's be honest. But, right. like, sure. Yeah, no. If you told me I had to do a volley drill with, like, Del Potro hitting ground strokes at me, right. <laughs> I'd be like, ah, my life uh, is too valuable for I don't this. Know. Yeah, sure. I quit doing Uh, reckless things when I had a child. Right. Except for doping.
1: Right. Because, like, he would peg you from, like, a body of you from like behind the baseline. <laughs>
0: oh, yeah. He could be 10 feet off. I'm, this is not the same player, but like a similar um, incident that I know I've described before was watching uh, Milos Raonic serve at Wimbledon. Yeah. And on the bounce, it hit a ball girl. Wow. In the face. Yeah. And she bled from the face and <laughs> needed to be removed from the court. Like off the bounce. Yeah. I realize a serve is not the same thing as a forehand, but like frankly, Del Potro's forehands are as hard as serves, I yep. think. I mean, they are easily 100. 100-
1: yeah,
0: I mean they're in amazingly May- fast.
1: I saw him play at the Open, and he kicked the ball into the first row, like not like he hit a kick serve that went into the first row.
0: That jumped over. That
1: jumped over. It was amazing. Yeah. It was amazing. I was
0: I was so happy that he won. I mean, I'm not a Fed hater by any stretch of the imagination, yeah. but it was so so so. I mean, I think everybody was rooting for him, honestly. Yeah. Yep. And, you know, the fact that Del Potro's had a career derailed by injury, and then when he does come back, like he did in Rio and take the silver medal, beating Djokovic in the first round, like, anytime he goes on a tear, people are pretty behind him. And this one he did for Cesar, his giant, I think, Alsatian (laughs) she-pound yeah who he had been in a lot of pictures with
1: this one i'm not for sure cesar. if i'm getting the
0: dog breed yeah. right but that one was for cesar <laughs> you
1: know, do you, what, do you, a, what a guy i mean he's the most loved player right now by like a wide margin right like I no think one so. yeah i don't think anybody has a, anything bad to i say don't about think you him. could
0: say anything about him
1: yeah right and then the whole redemption story about the injury
0: six months ago or a year ago he could only really hit a slice backhand
1: yeah right
0: and now he's got the full use of both of his wrists i think he's had both wrists operated on yeah amazing story good right. match and um actually we sent our creative director who was uh who's based in la to the tournament to take a bunch of polaroids of some of the players uh-huh. so he got these amazing shots of del potro um fed kind of in his off-court gear where he was like looking stylish and not like a dad yeah um and, like,
1: <laughs> whoa, whoa whoa hey, hey i know, hey. Sorry, I know. No. go ahead
0: i mean not to hate on dads but yeah
1: yeah no, no. He's definitely horrible. the
0: daddest dresser of all of them.
1: Yes, exactly. Yes, like stylish dad, but dad. Yeah.
0: Dad. Yeah, yeah. but he was wearing Air Force Ones, a cool warm up, and the Polaroids look amazing because they're just not something that you visually see with tennis. You usually see like graceful, you know, right. HD.
1: It like makes them look like real, real people. I bet. Yeah, It like, makes I them feel. look like
0: people you'd run into at like Union Pool.
1: Right. <laughs> I was reading this week. Uh, Federer who started his career in 1999. Uh, or nineteen ninety eight has never retired from a match. I know like that's Are you not, kidding me? Never once retired from a match. That's
0: bananas. That's that bananas. Is, that
1: is bananas. And the other uh uh old person thing uh is that the <laughs> first time that Venus Williams was number one was in two thousand two.
0: Oh yeah yeah I was in <laughs> I had just graduated from college. Right. Oh right. They're, they're talking about the first time she won Miami because she won today in a very closely contested match against Ioana Conta. And she's uh-huh. had a good couple of yeah. uh, tournaments as well. Venus, man, I don't even know how to talk about her. You're kind of like, she's playing with house money. She's already, like, established her legacy. What's not to root for? Right. Um, she won Miami 20 years ago. <laughs>
1: yeah. What? <laughs> so crazy. Like, I don't yeah. even
0: remember what I was doing with myself 20 years ago. Do you? I was uh, 18. What was I doing? I, I- was... Yeah, I don't know. Buying cigarettes and I don't know. Trying yeah. to make out with boys still? Yeah, that's what I was doing.
1: <laughs> wow. I was 20. a totally different person. Yeah, yes. Totally.
0: And yeah. did you watch the women's final, the uh Daria Kasatkina versus Naomi Osaka match?
1: Yes, Osaka. Contrast
0: in style. Man, yeah. Osaka, what a fun story. Kasatkina yeah. I love too though. She, speaking of Venus Williams, yeah. she had I think the match of both men's and women's tournaments beating Venus in the semifinals in this like three set masterpiece where she was like power for power, drop shot, drop volleys, oh, wow. servant volleys. Yeah. She was just like, she's got the whole game. She's super fun to watch.
1: The whole Magilla, Yeah.
0: The whole Megillah. Uh, and then, you know, Osaka is like obviously hilarious and awesome. And, uh, it's, it was really fun to see her like tear through everybody. She beat Halep. She yep. beat Sharapova. She just beat Serena in Miami a couple of days ago before yep. she lost. So like, I'm, pretty pumped that like the next generation of ladies is pretty baller and also like super varied like yeah. anybody who who doesn't like find the kind of current crop of like female tennis stars that interesting in a post Serena and Venus world which yeah. we're not in yet but it's conceivable yeah. these guys have personality they're really interesting their games are super different the only right. one I don't really like is Svitolina do you ever get yeah. get what her deal is
1: right uh it's sort of surprising like doesn't do anything for me right and also well i mean her her game i mean you're you're someone who like doesn't like the robotic eastern european game and she has that i think right
0: yeah i mean i guess at least she's like aggressive and trying to close yeah. points so yeah. like that's something but yeah it's not it doesn't really like inspire me yeah i mean she does have that leg tattoo it's not the it's not one of the better tattoos if we're right. honest but like but I that's like pretty tattoo. good
1: yeah
0: so... <laughs> I it's, I like it's well tattoo. established
1: sure sure in this um, context, that yeah. I like tattoos. Um, Slo- Sloane Stevens, though M- Muguruza, that is a good win for her. It's
0: a super good win. Sloane, yeah. uh, Sloane has got the goods. I mean, I think she's like, you know, obviously she didn't win a match between like the U.S. Open and yeah, that I don't was know. At some point in yeah. 2018, right? I don't know. After you win your first Grand Slam, are you just kind of like, I'm on a boat and it's going fast? You know, like, are you yeah. just, <laughs> I mean, what's up? I'm amazing. Like I don't know. <laughs> right. I would be. Sure. 100%. I think so. Like, excuse me, everyone. I'm going to go on vacation for six months.
1: Do you think Osaka Osaka could get to top 10? You think that's possible? Yeah, I think so too. Yeah.
0: Easy. Yeah. Easy. Yeah. 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 Because she can kind of beat anybody. She's always had the power. She has such fast rocket speed, but she also has. Now, patience. Yeah, and I think she's got like enough variety, and she's smart enough. She's like kind of strangely unintimidated. For anybody who doesn't know anything about her, you can read Louisa Thomas's masterful profile of her in issue two, and we also put it up online. It was like one of the rare stories we put up online just because we wanted people to read it because Louisa is great. And it kind of talked about how you know she's a, a bit of a woman without a country. Mm-hmm. She's of Haitian and Japanese descent. She plays for Japan because the federation gives her a lot of money. Now speaks Japanese and is more sort of ingrained in that culture. But for all intents and purposes, grew up in Florida you know, she's got a little bit of a, a mixed bag when it comes to, like, what, I don't know, maybe where she calls home or what she considers her home culture. And she's, like, a weirdo nerd in a great way. Yeah, yeah. And I think, like, being a weirdo nerd means she's going to be sort of, like, insulated from being packaged and sold. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. In a way right. that I think can really, like, fuck with your head if you're a young star, right? Yeah, totally. Like, look at Eugène Bouchard. Like, I would argue a lot of things probably kept her from being as good as, like the other young folks. Cause I actually don't think she has like a very complete game, but like certainly being like, Oh sweet. I could work really hard and like try to expand my game. Or I can just be in like sports illustrated and do a bunch of commercials and like play exhibitions cause people will buy tickets to it. That's fun. Right. Yeah. And I think when you're young and you don't, you're not like, Ooh, the person they're going to market is like hot. She's yeah. like literally quoting Pokemon lyrics at, press conferences and then like waiting for people to get the joke and being like oh that's a pokemon joke
1: right you know like hey, i don't think most people know 45 year old tennis reporters <laughs> yeah totally don't you know
0: pokemon lyrics yeah i don't think she's doing it on purpose i think it's a thousand percent genuine but i also think that will be helpful in her
1: quest to stay normal or or, yeah, quest to stay or normal it won't or even feel be... like a quest for her because it'll just yeah or like, like not
0: fit into somebody's narrative
1: yeah because yeah. kind of
0: people don't really know what to make of her
1: yeah yeah Yep.
0: And like everyone knows she's good, but I don't think anybody expected her to win the tournament.
1: No. And it's fun. She's twenty, Right. And it's fun because she kind of bubbled up and then did the classic thing where expectations got crazy high. And then it like just took her a year of like to bump up in the rankings. Like it just totally. takes time. Yeah.
0: Yeah. But I mean, uh. she also beat Angie Kerber in the first round of the US Open. Like she's had like some pretty significant yeah. wins. And so like just seeing her be able to like deliver on it and kind of seem so assured you know, yeah. And I think the real test of it was, like, she wins her first tournament. I think it's literally the first tournament she's won. Right I was listening to um, No Challenges Remaining, the wonderful Ben Rothenberg Courtney Nguyen podcast, and they were talking about how she says she definitely doesn't remember winning a tournament since she was, like, maybe 13, winning, like, a local club tournament, because she didn't play juniors, all the uh, like most of the other kids. And, like, she's never won a pro tournament. Right. And she starts with the fifth slam.
1: <laughs> and then
0: in the first round... Four days later, she's playing Serena Williams, her literal idol. Yep. And she like didn't blink. Yeah. Yeah. So you're, that right. is you're awesome. Right. Yeah. You know, she would have every reason to be like, a I'm on a boat. Right. Peace. I'm gonna <laughs> be. You know, in uh, this is a so lame but I'm thinking of the Will Smith Miami video and like <laughs> on jet skis or like DJ Khaled.
1: Your your like idea of relaxing really has a lot to do with a boat. That's like, I don't
0: even like boats. That's right. the, I can't even swim. I don't right. even know why those images keeps coming to me because I feel like I'm gonna like be next to T Pain and just showering myself with money. <laughs> That's my uh, I'm rich fantasy, I guess. All um, right, but yeah, she like didn't she didn't even like bat and i yeah and uh you know serena was not in her best form but she's back and i'm pumped yeah. about it
1: well still i mean she's not in her best form but she still wouldn't have been weird if Osaka had just freaked out of like i won a tournament now i'm playing serena like
0: yeah easily. you definitely don't want to like show weakness to serena yeah. all right before all right. we go yes and then okay, next thing we should talk about on the next episode is clay season which is my favorite time of the year i'm gonna make a bold and crazy prediction are you ready
1: yes go ahead
0: two actually del potro wins the sunshine double
1: oh my god that would be great yeah. that would be would great be great right and and great for that Victoria profile writer yeah as rinka uh-huh what do you Wait. think she is gonna win this tournament yeah i mean she did just hammer uh aggie radbanska so hammered her hammered her yeah so maybe i don't know
0: and i don't wow. think there's a i don't know that there's a woman in the draw left who she can't beat really like she can beat please she is not in her top other her game she can beat uh she can beat venus
1: right uh yeah yeah
0: yeah kavitova has a has a really good match coming up yeah but yeah she could beat anybody i think yeah oh man a resurgent vika would make me so happy
1: yes that would be great that would be really good for
0: for everybody yeah good for moms
1: good for america because the tournament's here
0: <laughs> it's a bit of a stretch, but I'll give it to you. Sure. Um,
1: Approved. <laughs> all right. Uh, this is fun, Caitlin. It always is. Uh, we'll see you uh, next week for Clay Season.
0: Yes. Yes.
1: Go Delpo.